Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Theomatic Podcast. That was really good. You weren't expecting that, were No. You? Yeah, you got me. Yeah. Well, listen, I am an influencer, Daniel. It's true. And so sometimes I use a voice that attracts the crowd. <laughs> oh, because no. Put your hands together. Here's our question for today. Actually, this is what you do. You're <laughs> like, slow your scroll. Are you still with me? <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Check out Awesome. Let's go. Let's read together. <clears throat> Let's I go. still got you. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, Love some it. people do call me an influencer, which ties right into this question. You have we a have million today. followers. That's a lot. 1.5 million. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is a lot. Yeah. Uh, I have 400. We, everybody influences somebody. Yeah. So here's the question today, Daniel. Yeah. Speaking of, can an online influencer be my pastor? But I think it's read like this: Can an people that are listening influencer be my pastor? <laughs> people that are listening only don't oh, know the yeah, joke. Oh yeah, they can't see it. Sorry. If you're audio only, he's making a joke about my sc- anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Just razzing my friend. I love him so much. All right. Okay. All right. Well. This is a relevant question it is. for a lot of different reasons, yeah. but can, can you just go online? Can you go VR? Can you go TikTok? Can you go Instagram? Mm-hmm. Can you just go on YouTube? Now, obviously, you can go in those places, and you can get some of the best sermons. You can get, mm-hmm. you can check in on that this conference here and this conference here. You can, yeah. In fact, we're live on TikTok right uh, now right. doing this episode, and I, I can see people interacting with it. It's awesome. Yeah. So... I, I, this is part of my job that I do full time is doing stuff online, but this speaks to something deeper. Yeah. And, and, and maybe we talk about a number of things, but specifically the questions talking about being a pastor or somebody's shepherd. Yeah. So where do you want to go with this? What do you want to talk about? Well, um, as you were setting it up, I had a fleeting thought, um, about the apostle Paul who, um, was obviously shepherding or apostling many cities worth of of believers and wasn't with them all the time Yeah, and writing letters from afar, like old-fashioned style internet, you know? Yeah. Um, So I think there is some uh, precedent or ability to impact people. In fact, the Apostle Paul impact and his writings impact us today not because he's so great, although he was amazing, um, not because Peter was so great, although amazing, it's the power of the Holy Spirit working through them. And I think what happens, and I know you'd agree with me, and this is no sh- you know, shade on you, you're an amazing person, but what people are connecting with is not just your temperament, your personality, your communication style, it's the Holy Spirit working through you, mm-hmm. and more specifically, the message and impact of the gospel that you're preaching. That's what was so great about your original experiment, and for those of you that don't know how Bible Time started, which is what originally got you, you know, your first million followers or your first whatever followers was, you were just reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. It wasn't flashy. It wasn't, you know, a trick or a gimmick. It was reading the Bible. And what was amazing to most of us following the journey of this just guy we knew from Idaho that, you know, again, no offense, like... You're a great guy, but there's nothing like spectacular <laughs> about what you were doing. You're just connecting with people, reading the Word of God. 
there is something spectacular about the word. Right. And people were connecting with that. Right. Now, I do happen to think you're exceptional as a preacher and exceptional at explaining it. And you're uh, authentic in how you connect with people. And I think that you have earned... Um, through the way that the Lord has designed you and the way that you have responsibly handled your platform. I think that you've earned, um, um, a, a, you know, responsibly, you know, done well with your platform. But let's make no mistake, people who connect with online personalities and pastors, they just need to make sure that they're aware that they're connecting with the power of the Holy Spirit through that ministry when it's done right. I just want to set that. I see, I see. There is a counterfeit, though, also at play. So I'm setting this up. There's a real thing you connect with, and then there is a counterfeit where it's emotion and the what I would call the cult of personality. Hmm. And there is a way to tell the difference, and we'll get into it later if we have time, but you need to be aware of it. And I think that's where the danger comes from. And so we want to honor this question. We'll get to it. But like, can an online influencer be my shepherd? So Paul obviously ministered under the power and influence of the Holy Spirit through him from a distance, right? Would you agree? He wasn't with the groups of people he pastored all the time. Right. So we're not saying that you can't be impactful as a minister in some way, shape, or form to groups of people you're not with, right? Of course, you can be impactful. Right. So let's define he, what he we mean. He was apostling, I would say. Which is different than shepherding. shepherding. Can you define that? Because we need to define that, right? Yeah, so I, I guess where we're pulling our framework from thematically would be Ephesians chapter 4. That's it talks right. about God giving to the church, the body of Christ, some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, some to be Preacher. shepherds, and some to be teachers. Teachers, yeah. So that's called the, if you've ever heard the term, the five-fold ministry, that's what that's called, the mm -hmm. five different offices. Yep. So an apostle, technically the word apostle or apostolos in the Greek means sent one. So I think that that's what the one of the five that in modern day is most, I don't know what that means. And some people in certain churches and denominations attribute that as their title and yeah. But it technically is more like a missionary. Yeah. Um, but it's evident and clear, even in the New Testament, that it'd be like a missionary that oversees other churches or leaders, such as Paul. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, not per se a missionary that goes and, and lives in the bush and does a work themselves, by themselves, with a tribe, mm -hmm. but doesn't do anything for other people. Mm -hmm. Like, Paul planted churches... And he was an apostle because he oversaw and he sent letters to and all these things. Mm -hmm. So definitely influence. Yeah. But I think that the the term shepherd, or what we commonly called pastor, will be a little different, right? It is. It would be feet on the ground, yep. shepherding, uh, leading a congregation of sheep. In I person. mean, shepherd's the picture. Yeah, it's there literally the picture. That's the word, yeah. Yeah. So a way that I've... You know, and I'm not like getting this from like Bible school or some scripture per se, but a way of I've always kind of parsed it was the sent one or the apostle. It comes from like this apostolic ship, right? It's a ship that carries a single cargo to multiple ports was an apostolic ship. It's like oh, okay. I would be hired by a certain um, product or company and I would go to multiple ports and drop it off. That was an apostolic ship. I don't know if you know that or not. Mm -mm. Um, you know, and it was like kind of early on in shipping. It's like, hey, this is, you know, rather than carry general merchandise, I'll load up 
it was like kind of early on in efficiency. It's like, if well, I carry the same cargo, I can kind of be efficient. I'll just go to multiple ports on a single route. Interesting. So Paul was given this message of the gospel to the Gentiles, and that's kind of what he did. I have a message that I'm bringing to multiple cities. And so um, but the disciples were called apostles prior to that. Jesus called them apostles. No, I know. I agree with so that. So I feel like he was talking about he's sending them. He's sending. But is them. it the same? You think it's the same concept? I'm well, sending you to all kinds of people. You're bringing one message. One message of Jesus. Yeah. So it's in you know, and I, I think we can say, well, we all have the same message. True. If you preach the gospel that Paul preaches, let anyone else be accursed. So I think part of the prerequisite to be an apostle, it's like saying all apples are fruit, but not all fruit is apples. Mm-hmm. To be an apostle, it must be this one message. And mm. so that's one way I kind of categorically help define who can be an apostle. Like you have to have this one message. And so Paul brought this one message to one group of people, the Gentiles, right? And that was one of the categorical things. But what he didn't do, because remember, the apostolic ship didn't go to one port back and forth, many ports. And that's another thing that he also did, was he kind of, you know, that's sort of how I remember it. He Hmm. kind of took this message and then, you know, kind of kept going around. Whereas like a modern day missionary might be called to one area and be like, I'm going to keep going back and forth to that same people group. And that's why we might not today be like, oh, they're apostles. Although they might be. Yeah, they might be. Right? And so, Or what we would call a modern-day pastor has, like, a home church, and that's yeah, where but, they spend most But typically most of a pastor will live like a shepherd among a flock yeah. and tend it and watch for wolves and knows the sheep. Right. And, like, oh, that's sheep, you know, that's Phil, and that's, you know, Derek. I don't know why Right, because would... even Paul the Apostle said in his teaching to his leaders, you should know the sheep that are among you. That's it. Yeah. So your your argument is that Paul um, apostled many people and from afar. maybe shepherded some of the leaders, leaders. from afar mm-hmm. as knew- they shepherded local congregations. Yes, and I think that so like I think let to to now take like okay the framework that we see and I think the argument that I've heard is like well Paul did this and I can be I can be uh, pastored by an online pastor just like Paul pastored us. With letters, I'm like, well, are you a leader of the church pastoring your local? I mean, Paul was an apostle. That's to me, that's completely different. Hmm. And um, Paul was pastoring directly people who were leading local churches, right. typically helping to decide doctrinal issues, right? And and then coming in visiting with irregular patterns, you know, to live and see among them. Right. So it was totally different. And actually, a lot of a number of times he stayed in places for a few years. Few years, yeah. So you mm-hmm. know, in that moment, you probably would have been like, "Yeah, you're sh- you're pastor in here. You're you're shepherding." Here. Yeah, in that moment, yeah. Mm. So I, I think the ideal, as proof by what you just said, even Paul himself, um, living among in a community, because that is at the end of the day when we're about to get into the meat of this episode, like right now, is the community is the thing that we have to have, we covered it in a few episodes ago, but that Hebrews scripture, um, don't get it in the habit, like has become the habit of so many of neglecting to gather together. Because here's the deal. The Bible says something really interesting. It says that they will know us 
and uh, him by our loved one for another. another. How can they see that if you're in your bedroom just gleaning information from an online pastor? Right. The world has to see our communities, and our communities of Christianity should look very different. Right, right, right. Right? Yeah, because, yeah, different contexts, different things you're facing, different, all kinds of different things. Yeah. Yeah, I always, I, 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 uh, I have appreciated the way that I've heard uh, Pastor Russell Johnson say it because they do a lot of stuff online too, and he's a local church pastor in Snohomish, and he says everything online is a really great or can be a really great supplement, and it's a really terrible substitution. Oh man, that's a great yeah. And I thought this was good, that's and awesome. and you know I thought this was an important question to tackle, being that I am uh, an online influencer and so much in the digital space that. I obviously fully believe that what I'm doing online hopefully is valuable valuable to people. Mm-hmm. I know that I've been impacted in a great way in my spiritual journey, so I've been influenced and and um you know, in a sense guided pastorally by it's people shaped. I don't know mm-hmm. online. Yeah. But I wouldn't consider somebody online that I don't know to be my shepherd. Yes. Um I would say it's pastoral, but that's not my pastor. Yes. Um, Would it be and fair I think to say because you know them, but they don't know you? Yeah. That's you, a good way to put it. You need to be known by them. Exactly. To be shepherded. Exactly. So I, like, I, I guess two things for me. Like, I, On the one hand, I want you to know, I do believe that for me and other people, I'm offering you pastoral guidance. But on the other hand, I am not your pastor, neither is... Well, anybody else. I don't want to name names. Yeah. But just just tuning into somebody's live stream, you might be learning. They might be teaching you. They're guiding you. They're all kinds of really good things. Don't throw it out. Out. But it doesn't mean that they're your shepherd. Yeah. And we need we need all all of you know these things. Yeah. We need teachers. We need. Yeah. You know what else we need? There's one passage that made me think of. You have many teachers in the faith, but you don't have many. Oh, so fathers. good. You know how many fathers. Oh, man, how did I forget that one? Yeah, it just came to my mind, you too. You have many teachers in the faith, but you know how many fathers. You need that. And just think about how how necessary having a father is, especially today. You can that's get, how I'm going to start. How, oh, I that's mean, all you need all you need anymore these days is just chat GPT, and you got all the answers at your fingertips. Yeah. Google, YouTube, like all the information is at hand, but, but do you have relationships? are not wisdom. Teachers are not fathers. Yeah. Do you have oh, people that are man. know you? They know you're good and they know you're stinky. And they yeah. speak in your life and <laughs> you know them. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So like and not to mention that fifty seven times in the New Testament were commanded to do something two or four one another, yeah. including love one another, yeah. which is like the only place where he says how they're yeah. gonna know that we're his disciples. That's true. Yeah. And and consuming content and getting knowledge and information online. This I know, I've heard of this other great example, just to just punch it home real hard about can this person be my pastor? I would say the ex- the extension of that is can an online church be your community or can can that satisfy the requirement of like well I you know I'm a Christian I go to church I go to church online I would say um, the Dead Sea is dead because it has inlets but no outlets Ooh. it has all this good stuff yeah mm-hmm. a lot of online stuff in fact you can get some of the best teaching in the world online because you can pick and choose from world class teachers 
but you have no way to practice all this good stuff. Right. You've no hurting and wounded other Christians that will test your patience, which right. by the way is a fruit of the spirit. You know what I mean? Right. How are you going to be tested in your long suffering and your ability to love others and forgive others and confess your sins to one another so you can be healed? Right. Like where is that interaction? All of that dirtiness is actually part of God's plan. That's right. It's like being in a bubble and never having an immune system because there is no I call it to my kids, I say, we're rocks in a rock tumbler and we have no polish and we stay so rough and un, unutilized because we're not with each other. Right. Not um, to mention the practice of multiple spiritual disciplines. Yeah. Uh, baptism, communion, yeah. laying on of hands Come and on. prayer, anointing with oil. Yeah. I mean, so much of it, corporate worship. Like, yeah. It's just... Get together break bread yeah. together, lay hands on each other, yeah. pray for one another, bring food to each other. Yeah, hospitality like, and hospitality, eating together is a, yo, is a huge part of the church. Like, that, this actually, is us, you yeah. guys. It, it, and, and church is not attending a gathering or an event. I'm telling you, I know so many pastors that are like, I, I know they wish they could like, you know, proverbially shake their congregation, be like, come to more than Sunday. Right. Join your small groups don't come to just scheduled stuff. Like, start hanging out with each other of your own accord. Go to each other's football games. Support each other's kids. Like, they'll know us and him by our love for one another. Right. Like, show up with your truck. Help your people move, you know? Right. By the way, I'm moving. No, just kidding. <laughs> I already moved. That's hey. why I say it. I have nothing to gain. Yeah. Right? But it's like, that's the stuff, man. We need to be in each other's lives, in each other's mess, the, there's another great scripture. Um, each one of us should carry our own, the Greek there's knapsack, our own burden. There's two words, burden and burden. Each one of us should carry our own knapsack, but we should bear one another's boulders. That's the way. Mm. See, have you heard that? Like each no. one of us should carry our own. Is that in, yeah. That's what you get from the Greek? That's what you get from the Greek. They're there. different words? They're different words. Yeah, oh. but they're rendered, you know, um, burden and burden. But yeah, each one of us should carry our own load, but we should bear one another's burdens. Wow. That's what it means. It mm. means like a travel load and then like a crushing load. Yeah. And that's the truth. Like each one of us should carry our own like the weight of life. But when a burden is crushing another believer, we should be the community that is rushing to grab that off that yeah. person. And, you know, it's awesome, oh, man. Wow. Come on. Cool. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. That's why that can't be your pastor, and um, a virtual chat room can't be your only church. A great su supplement, supplement, but not a substitution. substitution. Love it. Yeah. That's my opinion. Well, I, I don't know if there's much more to no. say. <laughs> Obviously, um, w the only way you're hearing this is through <laughs> an online source, so we believe in it. <laughs> yeah. I posted 902 videos last year because I believe in it. Can people get saved online? Absolutely. Yeah. Can people grow in their faith online? Absolutely. Absolutely. Can people be spurred on towards love and good deeds through online? Absolutely. So there's so much good things that can happen online, mm -hmm. of which, again, I'm a part. You're a yeah. part. Yeah, we're but online right now. it's not the fullness of what God's called us to. So both and in this culture, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think uh, what we do at Thematic, what you do at Bible Time is taste and see that the Lord is good. If you're in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, Post Falls, anywhere near us, 
invite you to come. You can attend physical church with yeah, us at yeah, Heart yeah. of the City. Uh, that's where we both go to church. Yep. Um, I, I'm starting a, a ministry in three to four weeks where I serve widows and orphans. You're welcome to come serve widows with me. Beautiful. You can come volunteer at Logicost in some way. Um, all Craig and I care about is the advancement of the gospel yeah. and fulfilling our mission and you are welcome. If you're in our area, come get into church with us. That's right. That's and if, it. And if you're not in our area, we encourage you to find a good, healthy, yeah, Bible-believing, Bible Holy mm-hmm. Spirit-filled, Jesus-centered church where you're at. Yeah, so. that's it. And then supplement with great teaching, worship at home with your family, mm-hmm. live out, walk it out every day, witness to your friends, and be involved in church and lead a small group, yo. Beautiful. Come on. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it that's for today's it. episode. Easy peasy. 20 minutes, nice and simple. And yeah. so thanks for joining us. And thank you for every time you uh, share this with somebody else. It helps get the word out. We really appreciate that. Yeah. God bless. Rock and roll.